0: Hey, this is Zen Perry. Thanks for listening to the Zen Perry Project. I have a few requests of you before we get into the show. First is go to Zen Perry Project, Z-E-N-P-E-R-R-Y Project on Instagram. Give us a follow. Second is make sure you follow and turn on notifications for our episodes wherever you listen to the Zen Perry Project. And third is share the show with somebody. Maybe send them an episode they'd be interested in. Without further ado, here's the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up? This is Zen with Breaking North. I just wanted to let you know thanks for listening to the show and let me know any ways you think I can make it better. I always appreciate the comments and please share if you like it. Here's the show. This is a place where I want to talk to artists, musicians, entrepreneurs, people that kind of shape your life. And hopefully offer some valuable advice, something that you can pick up on to help out with your own life. That's the goal. I want to eventually interview people, whether it be by phone or people in town, um, people who I just find interesting, and I just want to have a good, you know, coffee and a chat with. This has been something I've wanted to do for a long time. I eventually want to get to filming it, I would love to do it in other areas of the country or the world, whether it be in hotels or studios. I'd love to make a, a real show out of it, but for now, I think the best starting place would be just, what do I do? Um, and what is my, what is the lens in which I see the world? I'm a musician, I'm a drummer, I am the foundation for bands, I teach kids and adults daily. I'm very humbled to get to do that. Never in a million years did I think I was going to be a drum teacher, but that is my profession, and I love it. Uh, I never really saw it as a profession until about 2017, when people were starting, well, eh, probably right after college. When I got out of college people were asking me how do I play drums and I just showed them some stuff and they seemed enamored by it and I naturally had some inclination to just show people what I know and you know, get something, get some sort of a creative thing get some sort of idea out in the world of, of some way I can help people in my own way and I do that through drumming. I think drumming and music is one of the only things that it doesn't really hurt anything and i was as hippie as that sounds i mean my name's zen like naturally i was going to be like a little bit hippie it was just inevitable it doesn't really hurt anybody it doesn't really it brings people together it can be divisive you know if you're like my favorite band's this and you're like my favorite band's this and you know your band sucks that you like it, but whatever that's that's doesn't really happen all that much mostly it's like you see people at shows. You talk about music. You listen to music in the car when you're stoked. You listen to music when you're sad. You you connect with either a community or just yourself. You know, there's a everybody has some music they listen to with other people around, and other music that you probably wouldn't dare show other people that you listen to. And that's cool. It's all it's all part of the experience. I uh, like I said, I get to teach. I think it's a great thing. And this is the lens in which I, I look at the world. So I see drums as very foundational. Um, it's very primal. It's, um, it's deep. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a deep foundational thing. I know I said foundational a lot, but I'm always, I'm always making sure that the people who I'm playing drums for feel like they can express themselves properly. I like that they don't have to worry about You know, if the band is going to be off time or anything like that, because I like to kind of you know wrangle everybody together or make sure that each section sounds nice and has the right emotive part displayed the way that the person writing it or if you know we all wrote it together, it all gets displayed in the proper way. I like to play lots of different styles of music. I like playing rock. I mean, rock is my bread and butter. uh, So I first started playing drums, you know, playing along to, like, Led Zeppelin, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, um, Arctic Monkeys. Who else? Sublime. Sublime's kind of, like, more... Sublime's just sublime. It's really just reggae punk kind of ska. I know, I probably uh, definitely ostracized some people. Uh, by saying that, but whatever. That's how I learned to to play music. It was the first thing that I ever did in the in the music realm. Was just play along the stuff that I liked. I I was it, I was in a band the very first day I had a drum set. I I invited over my buddy who played guitar. I was like, dude, let's start a band, and it was terrible. They it always enamored me. I mean, going back, I I think i is this is gonna sound lame so lame but i love it the very first like music i really got into was uh the tarzan movie phil collins who is an incredible drummer uh but he did the soundtrack for tarzan like the animated one and i was like out in the front yard and i would just like I would just like put the music on and like I kind of had the idea like I want to like I want to be part of the I I had it on CD and I was like I want to be playing this somehow I didn't really understand the concept of like what a band was I was like I want to be part of this creation of making music and I was like I was really young I had to have been like wow between this is in the 90s probably like four or five something like that and i was like i i want i want to be part of this music thing like whatever this is i want to i want to do it It wasn't until i was i think eight years old where i picked up the violin that was my first instrument and i had gone to summer camps my parents sent me to multiple summer camps because they had jobs in the computer industry it wasn't you know they're they're creative people. Don't get me wrong, but they were never like go seek out being a musician. So they like sent me to, like skate summer camps and um. Oh, but I can't. That's like the only one I remember. I just remember not fitting in at all. Even though there's a bunch of kids my age who also sucked at skating, I was like, oh, no, I I don't I don't really want to hit the ground hard. That doesn't sound that fun to me. And you all seem like you're doing that a lot. So I'm gonna avoid that. Uh but once I got into like a music summer camp and I was like, Yeah, this is this is it. So I played violin, I played the same Mary Had a Little Lamb. I remember playing it a hundred times a day. Which that's like that's a lot of Mary Had a Little Lamb on violin. Um, but I was like, Yeah, a hundred times a day is how, how I get good at this and I got decent at violin. Eventually I started getting more and more over it. Not for any reason other than I I it was actually a song by the Verve. Uh Bittersweet Symphony. There was that was the reason I wanted to play violin. I heard that on the radio. Like that particular song it has a cool violin part. Pretty simple. Um and I played violin for a few years. And I remember... My parents saw me starting to kind of get out of wanting to play violin. They are like, why don't you practice anymore? I was like, eh, I don't know. Just, like, don't feel like it. And they, like, bought me a, a new, uh, like, full-size violin that was pretty nice because in order to get me into it, I remember kind of thinking of that song in my head, "Bittersweet Symphony, and uh, it kind of just messed around on the violin. It was the first time I, like, kind of had something playing in my head and I didn't just learn it from somebody teaching me or from music. And I like learned the, the part, that thing, which is just like a loop. And I were kind of like fiddling around, <laughs> fiddling around. And I got it. I learned, I learned the part and I was like, all right, I'm done with violin. That was the reason I wanted to play violin. And I just kind of picked it up and played it. So times were done with that. uh where I went from there is I didn't play music for a little bit, and I was like uh a little i was definitely like always more on the the emo sort of sad kid, or just kind of like I always saw myself as like a an outlier an outcast. To really fit in all that well um and I was a little chubby little chubby kid little chubbys in with a long hair, and I went from elementary school into middle school, and they were like, okay, you got you're gonna start doing p e and I was like, Hell, no, do not want to change in front of a bunch of other people and you know get judged because I'm like so out of shape and yeah I didn't really say it like that I was like I'm just like I'm a fat kid I don't want to do that so this is a a super (laughs) lame origin story of how I got into drumming but they're like well if you take marching band that you don't have to do that I was like okay I'll take marching band I'll do anything but PE that just sounds terrible I just don't want to I don't want to run I don't want to do anything uh just want to I guess, play music, I guess that's what we're doing, and I was like, sorry, kind of thinking of the idea, I was like, ooh, playing drums actually sounds super fun, and it was kind of late, but I talked to, I guess, my counselor at the time, or my parents and I did, and they were like, hey, uh, yeah, you can join band, the only thing we have left is drums, though, like, is that that okay, it's not like an instrument, but are you okay with it, I was like, hell yeah, let's do it, so I did it. Uh, Got into the idea and I had a great teacher and uh, my parents uh, went to Guitar Center and bought me a sound percussion kit and it was awesome. It was a little black kit. I beat the shit out of it within like a year or two. Like it, it literally, like all the parts that were metal on it that weren't actually metal just completely broke they just like disintegrated um so that and my parents were like didn't really expect me to really take up the drums cuz they saw me just completely not do the violin uh but I was playing with people I was uh getting people together one of my best friends uh Jake Takeo, who's an incredible photographer now and uh he uh how we started off is I was wearing a Bob Marley shirt because I was into Bob Marley. This is way before I smoked weed. This is middle school. Uh, but, you know, I liked listening to We're Jamming on the radio and stuff like that. So I bought a Bob Marley shirt. Um, and he's like, dude, nice shirt. I was like, thanks. And somehow I found out I played drums and I found out he played guitar. And one day he called me up. He's like, dude, you want to start a band? Uh this is uh this is me playing Hell's Bells by A C D C and he just like put the phone on speaker <laughs> and I just hear in the background do 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 and I was like, Whoa That's sick. I'm down. I'd rather even playing with other people, but this dude seemed serious. He was like playing like heavy guitar and I was very into classic rock at the time. And he came over, and we just played that, and it was like what well, we did. Did that, and um, I think this, this kind of goes to everything. I, I, I liked doing other stuff, too. I, I originally, sometime between playing violin and playing drums, I wanted to um, be a director. And I always thought that I was going to be a director. That sounds so fun, just being like in charge of making a movie. My parents and I would watch movies like almost every single night. It's definitely something that we bonded over, just all sorts of movies. Um, and I always thought that that would be cool. I, I think I've always had an inclination of like being a part of the art and the the, the making of it process, whatever that means so yeah we did that we uh jake and i were also making like little movies with our friends they were like pretty funny looking back on it we just made like like action movies and stuff where we had like airsoft guns or whatever and pretended like we were something out of a video game or something like that and we also made music we also just generally we were just you know kids doing stuff and I think this eventually turned into kind of how we approached life was just making art and music and just doing whatever the hell we wanted at some point later on down the line it turned into like oh I guess this is the only thing we want to do I don't think any other profession really fits us is but something you know something creative or something where we're making art is the only thing that's really actually gonna make it so we don't put a bullet through our heads in the in the uh, working industry, so that's the idea. <laughs> it was just like, how do, how do we do that? How do we do this more? Whatever we're creating, how do we create more? How do we um? How do we keep our? How, <laughs> well, as sad as it sounds, how do we monetize our hobbies? Yeah, and this is something I've I've wrestled with quite a few times. Playing drums for. Uh, At one point, not too long ago, I was playing drums, like, 16 hours a week in bands, and then also teaching 12 hours a week. Uh, So that's a lot of playing drums. And then also, yeah, 16 hours in, in one band, and then I also would get asked to play in other bands, you know. At one point, I was in six bands, which was dumb. I don't ever recommend that for anybody who wants to keep any sort of shred of sanity. So, you know, playing drums for that long f- with other people, it, it's great. But it's not necessarily being creative. You're just kind of like being an actor so, who's working too much. <laughs> like, I'm going to go from this uh, metal band to this light. Uh, americana folk band to this reggae band to this whatever, you know. This band that that is can't keep it together and is constantly fighting with each other. All these sort of things. So yeah, from middle school went into high school. Uh high school Jake and I went to different ones. So I was in I was still kind of in a band with Jake and then on a band with some other people um, through my high school, which I was very fortunate to end up at a high school that had, it was a public school, but it had a great uh, infatuation with the arts. And it was a new school, so it was like this. a lot of the faculty at the time, which I don't think is the case anymore. It might be. Not sure. Um, at the time, they were very invested in trying to make the arts program uh, a big part of the curriculum. And also, what was crazy about the school is that uh, we, it really sent people off into uh, great colleges. Like, clearly having a discipline in the arts uh, so prominent at a school helped people, like, travel into whatever other realm they wanted to. In in their life, so if you have a great like photography class or Photoshop class, music class, if you do that for one period a day, and then you're off to your AP, you know English or math or all that stuff, like I think really helps anybody out to be creative, have your head in the clouds for a little bit, you know, nothing is is wrong. You're allowed to explore and expand, having that, and then having very structured things back to back, I think, can have a huge benefit. And I, I try to not keep my head super in the clouds, I try to which I very much can as a drummer. Nobody's nobody tells me no. <laughs> I, I work for myself and I can really just just continue with drums all day. But I, I, I like to discipline myself in other ways by uh, keeping some sort of semblance of I, like I said, discipline, like how how do I keep into into math and science and how how do I have my, my foot or at least, you know, understanding how do I read about this other stuff? Um, how do I balance out my life? And I, I tell my students that all the time as well. I think it takes especially for people who want to be in the music industry, like the people who do it best really take it as the music industry or the music business. You can only it's it's called music business. It's not called I make music only and I get paid lots of money to do it. First off, that's a terrible title. It's called the music business. You need to do fifty percent music, fifty percent business. Or you need to find somebody who's gonna do all the business for you and you need to make music so much and so great that you don't really have to worry about the other side. It's just kind of taking care of for you. Which is much more rare. Um, the more I think about it, and the more I... am I I s I'm I'm very much into like Tim Ferris's podcast where he talks to the top creative uh minds or the top performers is how he puts it. Um and they musicians and artists and entrepreneurs and activists philanthropists they all hang out like they really do there are there is a a cross section that ties them all together and that is people who are interested in life and chase their passions and that that changes you change every single day everybody changes every single day and to deny yourself of being able to explore even if you're like i am a musician I, at this point, I can say I am a drummer right now, but I am very much interested in how people work. I, I always have been, and I, I think that's a big reason why I'm starting this podcast and, and just trying to get used to talking to people, to people in, in a different way in a, in a more constructed context. I used to just talk people's ear off at a bar, and I think you know people like doing that when they have a drink in front of them. But it's not really sustainable. You can only do that for so long. <laughs> Just go to bars, talk to people. So I, want, I wanted to take this to like a legit thing. Like, How do I structure a conversation with people uh, that seems interesting to other people? Two drunk, rambling idiots at a bar isn't super interesting unless they're saying some juicy stuff and you kind of want to get in on it. Other than that, probably hard to listen to. So I want to have a good, I want to have good conversations, whether it be with myself, which I'm doing right now. I'm literally just kind of talking to myself in my room right now, or with other people. And I want to expand upon this idea that everybody has something to learn from somebody else. I want to learn from other people. I want my ideas challenged. I want I want to grow as a person. And the other the only way I can really see to do that is to talk to all sorts of people, not not necessarily the authorities on anything. like I think more and more what everybody's starting to realize is nobody's really the authority. You can only really pick up off of other people's shared experiences of life. Everybody has their own journey. Everybody thinks it both. They have a very unique journey and they have a very similar journey to everybody else. But really everybody has a unique journey. And what ties us together is how we deal with life. So yeah. Thanks for thanks for listening. If you've listened this far. Hope you're having a good day, good week, good life. And I hope to talk more about this I'm big thing to pull away about this podcast and where I want to take it is that I'm I'm a musician, I'm a drummer, but I'm also trying to expand by doing shows like this. And I want to take I want want to talk to others and see how they go about life. See, see if there's something I can learn from them and if you have any comments or suggestions, please reach out to me. I want to make this an open conversation. That's, uh, that's how I always treat life. It's, it's always new and ever-changing. And Yeah. Anyway, thanks for starting this little journey with me. And have a great day. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Zen Prey Project. Make sure to follow the Zen Prey Project on Instagram. Leave us a review for any of the episodes that you liked. And consider sharing this with a friend that might be interested in this sort of show. We'll see you next time.